Hello everyone, welcome back to the Backline Soccer Podcast. I'm here with Michael. Hello. I'm Ian. Uh, Michael, how you doing this week, or how were you doing last week? Uh, you know, last week wasn't bad. I finally start. I actually got a job working back at the mall. So congrats, man. Thank you. It's, it's something. It's yeah. money coming in. Cool. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Hundred percent. I yeah. uh, I don't know what that's like really anymore. That's fair. I mean, but other than besides Saturday and being super depressed, especially yeah. after seven thirty. Yeah, um, we'll get more. It into was that. great. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. How was yours though? Uh, it was good. Uh, yeah, kind of flew by. Had some friends in town from college over the weekend who went to the game with me um, and went to the Thorns game on Friday night. That oh, how was, was that? That was fun. That was fun. Um, only stayed for one half um, just because Amelia wanted to get home to the baby. But it was good. It was like a perfect night weather-wise. Hmm. Um and had some pretty good seats so yeah it was it was a good time good nice and relaxing um but yeah so i'm excited for this week uh mainly because max isn't here no i'm just <laughs> yeah kidding. fuck you max um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so max isn't here this week but that's all right michael and i are gonna get you through um we'll do a quick kit check tell you what we're wearing today um give you the show agenda and then we'll just jump right into things. So we'll be back after this quick break. All right. All right. We're back to you guys with a quick kit check. Uh, Michael, I like what you're wearing tonight. So you go Thank first. You. Uh, I'm rocking the city city top from 2020-2021 season. Okay. The lovely COVID season. Yeah. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite ones one of my favorite away tops honestly it's a dark blue mm-hmm. and the patterns on the front yeah so that pattern definitely sick. original I think one thing that's like gonna be kind of cool about the COVID season is it's it'll be forgotten more or less mm-hmm. so like with that shirt it's like a hidden gem almost yeah. Um, so yeah that's pretty cool um, I'm wearing a Liverpool top today um i totally meant to look up what year it was before we started recording totally forgot I mean, based um, on the look of it, it looks old as shit yeah it's, it's nice though i want to say it's mid 90s so i for some reason i keep thinking 94 um but anywhere i would say anywhere between 94 and 96 mm-hmm. is that adidas maybe. yeah it's adidas it's um from the eqt line adidas equipment so Back in the day when this came out, this was like the sports performance brand, Adidas mm. Equipment. Um, so, yeah, red Liverpool top, candy, sponsor. Um, and then it's got like the big three stripes coming over the right shoulder. Mine's in some of the MLS Yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah, the, like the, the MLS, when MLS went with that big, um, like everyone had the same template, mm-hmm. that, that was based on this design. That was dope. Yeah. Um, so... If you know Liverpool from back in the days of this jersey, think like Ian Rush, uh, Kenny Dalglish, um, maybe Robbie Fowler, just to throw or, out a few I names. Think, yeah, that sounds about think right. I think he probably wore this one. Carragher? No, no. Too early? Um, no. Mm. Um, those are the three players that stick out to me. But, yeah, so... 
just a quick run through of what we're going to be talking to you guys about today. Um, we'll go through the match week eight results um, and we'll do a little bit of a deeper dive on Timbers versus Sounders because we were both there. Um, unfortunately, I guess you could say, depending on mm. which side of the aisle you're <laughs> on. Um, and then we'll do another deeper dive into El Trafico. As, Garbage name. As, uh, yeah, I know. As MLS likes to call it. Um, yeah, and then just go through the results of the rest of the games really quick, like I said. Um, after that, we're just going to close you out. This is going to be a short and sweet episode. Um, tell you guys about what games we are looking forward to for Match Week 9. And um, also give you a sneak peek into some stuff we'll be talking about um, in that show. So hang in there with us, and um, we'll get right back to you guys with Timbers versus Sounders. All right. All right. Portland Timbers versus hell. <laughs> Seattle Sounders. Uh, Sounders fans won't want to relive this, but Michael and I are going to power through it for you guys. Uh, Timbers fans are probably still partying. Um, their second win of the season, so big congrats on win number two. On Twitter, they're still partying. They're, yeah, they're partying sure. like they just won MLS Cup. For sure, man. It's their it's it's their trophy for the season. <laughs> um, so we'll let them have it. Hopefully, the next meeting goes differently um, because the Sounders have struggled of late against the Timbers. They have, yeah. They have the Timbers have outscored the Sounders eleven to two, including in the last four meetings, including two shutouts. At Lumen, yeah. All just, and just the t- I don't know what it is. The Sounders just can't break them down. It sucks. I know. I know. And it's I feel like whenever we play them, it, they're in like a bad run of form, and we're playing pretty well. Except last season. Last season was just that just doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. like we can just we can write wipe that, that off the slate. <laughs> yeah, um, and it is always like a turning point for the Timbers. Mm-hmm. Like they. They'll probably win like four on the bounce now. Yeah, and then they'll lose they, all their games, and they'll play in Sounders again, and then win that, and then yeah, yeah, it'll turn around for them again. Um, so as I mentioned before, Michael and I were both at the game. I was um, in the seats like a peasant, and Michael was <laughs> up in the press box. I might as well have been um, a peasant. It's not fun up there. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know the the location of the press box at that stadium seems pretty cool. It's cool because I mean the fact that I can hear both sets of fans. Yeah, and I have a super clear picture of the field. The only problem was the way it's laid out is it's so cramped in there. Oh yeah, it and there was at least small. it felt like there was like thirty reporters in there, no space in between us, all like sandwiched in. Yeah. That's rough. So the the, um, the atmosphere was great. Yeah. But just like sitting in there and like not being able to move very much. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, the fact that it's like an old stadium, um, which used to be a baseball stadium mm-hmm. converted into it. I don't know. I mean. It kind of gave me like, because I've seen like uh, press boxes at European stadiums mm-hmm. and it gave me that vibe, which is really cool. Okay. Like that classic. Was that your like, first time in that press box? Yeah, first oh, time. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, doesn't sound like it's the best one to be in. But... It's not the best, but it gives a good vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, um, good character, good personality. Yeah, that's that's how I would classify that stadium. I'm not going to go and say it's <laughs> a great stadium. It's got a lot of personality, yeah. though, I would say. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was sitting in section 220, so I was like right under the press box, 
Like oh, yeah. I could look up to my right and see like the catwalk that goes um oh yeah, like, yeah. out to the press box. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so I, I I was sitting like right next to the designated area for ECS. Um and it was bouncing over oh, there. Oh, they were they were loud. They were amazing. They were super loud um until like the end of the game when it got out of hand. Yeah. But I remember at one point being like they were they had they were singing their songs and I was like I can't even hear the Timbers Army right now. Mm-mm. There's um, a lot of times I couldn't even from the press box. Like I'm yeah. right in the middle, I couldn't hear. I mostly just heard ECS. That's cool. Um, and then so yeah, it was another thing that was cool for me was um, the ECS section. It's always designated, no matter like what a visiting or away yeah. stadium they're at, but. I think so many Sounders fans had tickets to this game. I've been to a lot of um, these derbies in both stadiums, but Mm -hmm. more, I would say, at Providence Park. And this is the one where I felt like there was a a A large, large amount of Sounders fans. I don't know what what was different. Because I've been to games in the summer, and summer typically people have more free time. Mm Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, this one, there was, for all the ones I've been to, that's yeah. the most Sounders fans I've seen in Portland. Honestly, same. Yeah. Because I took, like, videos and pictures of, like, at the whole support section down there. I was just, yeah. it was, it was just pleasantly surprised. Because, so, like, like, like you were saying, I've been down with ECS mm-hmm. multiple yeah. games. Yeah. And it's never felt mm-hmm. that, that hyped. It was crazy. Yeah. And, like, even um, I went to a friend's apartment before the game, like, it's like in a high rise not too far from the stadium Mm -hmm. and when i was walking to the stadium i was seeing a bunch of people in sounders gear i was like whoa like this is there's a lot of sounders fans Mm -hmm. here but anyways um what what, any thoughts you want to call out on the first half it was a kind of boring first half kind of boring but both teams played really really well yeah i'll be honest they both countered each other like perfectly like it it felt like a good rivalry game in the first half for sure and i think i'm glad you said that because looking back on it thinking back on it sounders seemed like they were for the most part they were able to do what they wanted to do Mm -hmm. and the timbers were able to do what they wanted to do um i would say the tactics are very different mm-hmm. between the two teams but both were seemed like able to do what they wanted to do yeah easily because i know the timbers they want they kept control in the middle of the pitch like that was their game plan from the very beginning and they did yep. that yep. the sounders did an excellent job at keeping it wide on the left with leo chu not with yep. uh jordan because yeah. he got just shut down yeah but um so yeah the first half um ended zero zero mm-hmm. and everything to play for in the second half i who do you think for for each manager who do you think was more pleased going into the dressing room at halftime i would say geo was more pleased yeah to be honest like because like you could tell that was their game plan from the beginning they wanted to shut down the middle of the park they want to shut down jp and yeah. nico yeah and vargas as much as they could yeah uh, i i feel like schmetz like puts like let some fire under the sounder's ass yeah into the second half so they it came out came flying out yeah but definitely, like, Geo and the Timbers, they felt like they they, were, they had the game in their hands. Yeah. Um, one last thing before we move on to the second half. I did feel like Sounders could have been a little more clinical in the attacking third. Like, there was some good buildup in the first half. 
and it just never really came to anything because the final product wasn't there Mm -hmm. or like the pass right before what would have been like a cross in was bad it just was like it was breaking down uh it's breaking down the 18 yeah every time yeah 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 like there was a couple times where it was like like me and my buddies like we're we're holding our breath because like something's gonna (laughs) happen and then it would break down it's just like oh my god like they're giving it to us yeah like let's let's just take goals away yeah but at least i want to just shout out leo chu the entire game like on Fat Mob, he didn't get the highest rating, but he was easily man of the match. Like he burned Mascara yeah. constantly on that left hand side, sending in beautiful crosses, coming mm-hmm. back defensively. Yeah, like he's, he was a stud. Yeah, he. I thought he had a really good first half too, and he's he's like fast. He's faster than I thought he was. Yeah, maybe it's because it's the first time I've seen him play in person. But I was like, he can fly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he had a great first half, kind of similar to um, the St. Louis game. Mm-hmm. Leo Chu had like easily our best player in the first yeah. half for both games. Um, so yeah, second half um, obviously didn't go how we wanted it <laughs> no. to, especially when you consider that we got on the scoreboard first. Raul Ruiz Diaz burying uh, first time off a cross. From our little, our little baby boy Vargas. Yeah, from Vargas, and that ball to Vargas before the cross in was great. Oh, it was too. The perfect throw off from Nico. Yeah, he's. Um, the, he, I feel like Nico's showing a lot of his quality again this oh season. Oh yeah, Nico. Nico's in a really good run of form to start the season, which is encouraging. Even after a tough loss, is like there's still like a little bit to hang mm-hmm. their hats on. Um, but yeah, I, I I love to see Rui Diaz get on the scoreboard like. At the end of the day, you know, <laughs> to lick your wounds, whatever we lost. Yeah. But I'm I'm happy Nico scored or not Nico. Sorry, Raul Diaz scored. Um, because I just feel like it's just gonna keep it. It's gonna snowball. Hopefully, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and then not too long after the that bicycle kick came the bicycle kick from Darian Espria. Great goal. I can't um, fault that. Like that was beautiful. yeah. You got to yeah. You got to yeah. tip your hat to him. That's that's a great goal. If that's how they're gonna get back into the game, you you give a little clap and you move on. But I did want to say that um, the cross was really well executed. Um, even though Espria had to kind of pull something out of his ass to <laughs> get on the end of it. Um, but I just thought the distance between the the guy crossing and Espria was short. It was very so short. That cross has to be like perfectly hung up with like a little bit of pace. I don't know. I just like the difficulty of that to like mm-hmm. put it in that area from that short a distance is. It's kind of a world class ball to be honest. Yeah, it's a great ball. Um, and obviously a great finish. Yeah, unfortunately. One thing that was, do you want to talk us through the the uh, the rest of the goals? It just kind of yeah, it fell apart. So it, it, it straight apart. up, the whole defense and fry just fell apart completely. Mm-hmm. Like, so this is the game plan every single time when we're down or we need a goal. Yamar always a little more aggressive on yeah. defense and on offense. He makes those runs up. Yeah, and he did for the third one, which I'll get to in a second. But with this one. Fry just fumbled the ball. Completely well, uncharacteristic. Like, it yeah. hit right at him. And usually, like, I've seen him just stop those shots. Yeah. But it just drops to the ground and then... 
I need to go back and watch the replay because I was too sick to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But maybe you have the answer. Did that shot knuckle at all? Or did it have like top spin? Not at all. It was was a hard shot. Do you think he like lost sight of it for a second? Because the reaction seemed delayed. It was was very delayed. Yeah. Catch it. Or, Or maybe you just tip your hat to him again and say he just shot it really hard. Like the thing is, I've seen Fry stop like shots as hard or even harder than that, but mm-hmm. this just seemed just so weird. Very un. He, he seen his reaction times even just all of yesterday, even like in the first half, seemed a bit slow. Yeah, um, I mean, he did well, I guess, to like try and get it out of there, and then he made a save right after that. But mm-hmm. the rebound off his double save and just and then tapped just in. Happened, yeah. Uh. Yeah. So that one was. That was on that was on Fry. I mean the defense should have Reagan was right there. He should have reacted a little better. Yeah. And so it should have yeah. Alex Roldong. He was also not even like five yards away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the defense just I don't know. The bicycle kick just like it's, it's just, like our kryptonite. It was, honestly. <laughs> like I've never seen a team as good as the Sounders break down so easily like that. And it got loud in there too. Oh. Like I mean, the, the, to all the Timbers, not just Timbers Army, just the entire stadium it was got loud. loud. For every goal. Yeah. For every goal. And that fourth one, the last one to put it away, I yeah. have not heard a stadium get that loud in a long time. I got up and left after that one. That's fair. Yeah. I was like, eh, no coming back now. But okay, so for the third goal, um, I want to say something about this. Yeah, go for it. Because um, I have played center back for most of my life. Um, so I don't even remember who for the Timbers made a run checking two. Yamar went with him, and it looked like Yamar should put the fire out. But he flew in, and he completely missed, he missed the, the kick, yeah. missed the tackle. And that was, I mean, that's just so frustrating because you got you to gotta at least get a piece of your man. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah, if you're not card, gonna, like Yeah, something. if you're not going to win the ball, at least take the guy with you. He complete, He missed everything. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if there was miscommunication between him and Reagan or if Reagan maybe was tracking another run. I'd have to go back and look at it. But Reagan wasn't dropped deep for Yamar to check to that. He was to go with Reagan the, was the runner checking too, too far up. Yeah. And so it was pretty much one-on-one with Fry after Yamar missed that tackle. Yeah. It's just like oh, like our 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 best defender you could say to see him make that mistake at at that point in the game was that sucked. I wanted yeah. to leave after that goal. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I couldn't leave, so I didn't yeah. have that option. No fair. Um and after after this third goal, it was like, okay, it, there's no coming back now. Yeah, and, the, and no the, one no one on the team was hardly yeah. trying except for Nico. Yeah, and maybe um, Heber a little bit. He tried, but he's he's his first game back, and he's yeah. incredibly out of form. Yep, yep. Got to get some fitness back. Yeah. Um, and I was pretty sad after that, so I don't even really remember yeah. the fourth goal. <laughs> I don't really remember much either. I just know Timber scored, stadium went loud. I remember getting really mad at Reagan again because I think he lost his man on that. Because yeah. honestly, I think really the loss comes down to Alex Roldan getting burned by Espria, who's not very fast. Mm-hmm. Reagan for continually losing his man and losing focus from the heat of the game. Yeah. And Fry just not commanding his defense. 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I didn't. If at halftime, if someone told me this this will end four one, I would have said no way. The Sounders yeah, no are way. Sounders are knocking on the door. Like mm-hmm. we'll get more than one. Um, so yeah, kind of a weird game. Obviously, like we said, uh, Timber's second win of the season. Sounders going into that match were top of the West and just had a pretty coming off a pretty commanding lead or commanding wins against uh, St. Louis and um, not so commanding over galaxy, but, but they got the important job done. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you didn't expect to see that. No. Um, is there, is there anything else you want to add in? Uh, one last thing? Cause I obviously was in the post-match presser with Schmetz. Okay. He was livid. I don't know if you got I the need to watch to it. Watch I need video. to watch you, it. I've never seen this man so angry. Yeah, like on literally on the verge of tears, like because he's so angry. The thing that got this is what me, it though, means <laughs> was like he was angry, angry at the players for not playing with passion. Like he he didn't feel like it was a rivalry game. Yeah, and then apparently there were some Sounders staff members afterwards that were like laughing and joking with each other. Mm. And he heard that going through the tunnel. Yeah, and that apparently set him off because so he came in and like. He was ready to fire. Yeah. Um, and I asked him, I was like, well, basically after a result like this, will we expect some rotation or some new players coming in? And he kind of gave a vague answer. Like he he's going to assess throughout the week, but I can see yeah. the defense getting shifted around quite a bit next week against Minnesota. Yeah. That's a, I feel like that's a pretty, like pretty good answer from him. Um, yeah. He's, he's not really the type of manager to like call players out. He, he did call Jordan interesting enough. Okay. Because he said, because I didn't bring up Jordan's name at all, but he said, we're going to see how Jordan is after he comes back from national team camp, see if he plays or if he plays at all or any minutes. Yeah. And then we'll reassess from there. I just thought, it, I was probably, probably just thinking about it too much. Yeah, but it could be, it could be. It's just interesting. Um, yeah, I need to watch that on YouTube. Um, and I did... Um, I can't. I went over to someone's place who's a Timbers fan after the game, and he like wanted to watch the highlights. <laughs> and I feel like this is where I heard this little bit. Schmetz apparently like was chirping at Geo a little bit. Love that because because he was the Timbers started time wasting at one point. Yeah, which any team's going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm bringing it up because Schmetz doesn't really do that. Yeah. So that just shows how like how livid he was, he was yeah. yeah. Um so okay, glad to move on from that. We yeah. can we can on jump to the next. <laughs> yeah, we can jump right into um LA Galaxy hosting LAFC in what is called El Tráfico. Um Michael and I disagree with the the name choice of that derby (laughs) (laughs) but uh this was actually um i I saw i watched it on replay so i saw the score before i watched the whole thing oh yeah and the way the game went is not what i expected to see after just looking at the result yeah it was a good game it was it was fun yeah honestly it was a really fun game like every single time these two teams play it's a lot of fun but this one specifically, I felt like there was a lot more fire to it. Yeah, it it had that like spark that the Timbers and Sounders game didn't have. Yeah, a little bit of like a little bit of pissiness. Yeah, a little shit in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
you know, you got players like Kellen Acosta in there. And Chicharito, like, yeah. chirping at each other at the end. Neither of those guys are afraid to mix it up. Um, but, yeah, I was – I'm happy I watched – decided to watch the replay of this. Um, again, ended 3-2. Not sure if I said that already. <laughs> um, what was the first goal? Vela with the, the PK, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and he got himself a brace and an assist in this game. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, he's he's such a good player. Uh, I feel like I've watched games of him where it doesn't really seem like he's trying. Mm-hmm. He tried in this game. Yeah, he he was trying. <laughs> he was definitely trying. Um, that left foot. I don't think I don't know if there's a better left foot in MLS. Not right now. No. Um, Even at the age of 33, Carlos Vela yeah, still. He's yeah. Uh, what what do they say? Um, Form is temporary, but class is permanent. Yep. <laughs> I think that's the way it goes. Um, that aligns with him perfectly. But then Tyler Boyd, absolute banger, slapped that shit from from I don't know twenty five out at twenty five. It's crazy about that goal. I was listening to a podcast earlier today. I'm not gonna say who it was. It's mm-hmm. no free they're, ads. They're no pretty ads. famous. They're 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 a big one. No free ads. But they're saying this goal, this goal was a was a luck. Like it was a fluke of a goal. Uh, I don't know. Which I, I don't mean, think so. I think it was a perfectly hit ball. Yeah, I, I would probably disagree with that. Yeah. Um, keeper was fully stretched. He mm-hmm. might have had a little bit of a late reaction to it, but it, was, it wasn't it was quite upper 90, but it was pretty damn pretty, close. Yeah. Like, it was top shelf for sure. Um, and he hit it hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was great about it for me was, like I s- texted you earlier, I don't know, two, three, four, five minutes before that, he had a left-footed shot from, like, right around the 18 that it got tipped over the crossbar. I was like, damn. Tyler Boyd's balling out I yesterday. I thought that shot made me think he was left-footed. And then he <laughs> and then he hit that. No, he's and in, then he, he scored with his right. I from, see him do that shit in the Turkish league. Yeah. but um, So that that was a really nice goal. Um, and then the second goal was Vela again, right? Mm-hmm. And oh man, I wish I could remember. It was more who... of a tapping though, wasn't it? Was a little, yeah, little dink. yeah. He, he bent it with his left foot to the far post. Mm-hmm. He was on the right wing. Um, but I think one of the Galaxy center backs had it. He took a couple touches forward, and then he tried to do this kind of like cheeky like drop pass and he like put backspin on it and just like stopped yeah (laughs) and the galaxy player like ran onto it um and then that center back who turned it over tracked back tried to get a tackle in but tapped it like right to vela i think it was yeah and then vela buried it yeah and he made it look easy um picked his spot on the far post and hit it and then not then, even five minutes later, Hollingshead gets the goal from the yeah, yeah. wide open. Yeah, wide open. Yeah, and it it's so funny watching the replay of that because he was he was definitely marked, but then when the cross came in, his marker just like backed off him, mm-hmm. and it was it was nearly a free header. Yeah, like I mean, Delgado it was Delgado was the one marking him. He yeah, wasn't gonna yeah, like yeah. he wasn't gonna jump up and get the ball from him, but he could at least like but no, tried. He, ba- he just like backed off. Yeah. Like you can at least get your shoulder into him or you know make it a little more challenging three anything <laughs> yeah um so yeah hollingshead he's been around forever hasn't he yeah he's apparently he went to ucla too well, that's dope. yeah so he's like back home i guess you could say 
Um, but yeah, when he scored that, I was like, well, it's over now. Mm-hmm. I, even though I knew the score, I was like, huh? like Galaxy really kind of find their way back into this. Um, and they did. They started to claw their way back. Yeah, yeah. They they really just kind of like turned the screw and put the put the pressure on. And who scored the second one for Galaxy? Uh, I want to say it was Delgado. Give me one. Yeah, I think you're I right. I think you're right. And even after that, they were. They were knocking on the door for a third. Now, literally the last minute, there's like one last corner. Yep. Like after Chicharito and Acosta. Acosta were like chirping at each other. Yeah. It literally was like inches away from going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, really entertaining game. Yeah, uh, Delgado got the second. Okay. Yeah. If you have free time this week and you're wanting to watch a replay of an MLS game, I would say um, re- rewatch that or, you know, watch the replay of that game. It was a great game. Um, yeah, honestly, both games are great. I mean, yeah. it's obviously the L, I'm calling it the LA, LA Classico. That yeah. sounds better. Yeah. Um, Anything. That one is definitely a better game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd say, but both games are entertaining in their own ways. Yeah. So definitely. fans should definitely like go back and watch it. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, unless there's anything else you want to add to that, um... I do got one. Yeah. Ricky Pooge. Literally the best creative player in the fucking league. He's class. He's so fun to watch. He's class, dude. I, I love watching him. I'm glad you said that. Um, it's so crazy that he's on LA Galaxy in MLS. Uh, I don't... I, I think he did the right thing leaving Barca because I think he'd struggle to get minutes there just because that position is so stacked on mm-hmm. that team right and also now. His play style as a number eight is definitely more of like a almost number 10-ish, but yeah, not at the same time. Right. Where MLS, he's going to have that freedom to do that. Yeah, but I still think, like, it's just crazy because he could be that player in a top division team. Oh, easily. Anywhere. Like, you can see him playing playing for a team in Spain that's, like, like knocking on the Champions League, yeah. but not quite, like, challenging for like, a let's, title. Let's say, like, Real Betis or, like... Oh, yeah, he'd be so fun yeah. at Betis. Um or like Sociedad. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, he's a great player. I like that's the second time I've watched a Galaxy game this season. Um the other one was actually against the Timbers. But um looking his stats up on Footmob after the games is like it's a, it's like a treat cuz it's yeah. like, oh my god, he had like a third of Galaxy's passes and he oh, had like yeah. he had like two thirds or half of their passes in the final third or whatever um yeah great player ricky pooge pooge if you look at his spelling doesn't make any sense but yeah it's no <laughs> i remember the first time i heard someone saying pooge i was like why are they is that his nickname like why are they calling him that um okay well yeah let's take a quick break and then we will just do a quick run through of the rest of the results from match week eight let's do it all right Here's the rest of the match week eight results. Michael's going to kick us off. Uh, DC Montreal kicked off the Saturday games. DC came out on top with a 1 0 win. All right. And then next was Toronto hosting Atlanta. This game ended 2 2. We got another 2 2 game right after that Charlotte and Colorado. New York City FC hosted Nashville, taking them down two goals to one. Next game, another draw. Unfortunately, Columbus and New England came out 1-1. And then I will follow up with another draw. 
New York Red Bull hosting Houston, and that was 1-1 as well. And you guessed it, another draw coming up. Austin hosted the Whitecaps. This time was nil-nil. Uh, Let's make that four draws in a row. Chicago hosting Philadelphia. This game ended 2-2. At least this, one, this next one's a little better. Orlando yeah. took down Minnesota 2-1. Uh, you had to. I had to. <laughs> uh, same score in the next game. Dallas taking down Real Salt Lake 2-1. Next game up, San Jose destroyed the horrible, horrible Sporting Kansas City, 3-0. Dumpster fire. And just for all the Timbers fans out there, I'll repeat this score one more time. Timbers hosting <clears throat> Seattle, taking them down 4-1. Big win for the Timbers. And last game to cap off all. Saturday, St. Louis decimated Cincinnati 5-1 to to go to the top of the West and top of the Supporter Shield race. Let's go. All in for the expansion teams. Um, and then the last game of the weekend was uh, just yesterday, Sunday. Um, L.A., versus LAFC in Carson, California, <laughs> not in LA. Um, but LAFC came out the victors three goals to two. That's it for match week eight. I'm gonna take another quick break and then we'll close you guys out. Alright, well that's pretty much been it for us this week. Um, we do want to let you guys know which matches we're looking forward to for match week nine. Um, so I'll kick us off. I am most looking forward to Seattle hosting Minnesota. Obviously, Seattle coming off a very upsetting loss looking for them. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully they're nice and pissed off. Um, kind of feel sorry for Minnesota. And then the um, the next one was uh, LA Galaxy versus Austin FC, two teams that I think um, probably going into the season have had pretty high ambitions and haven't really probably lived up to those. So both have a lot to prove. Should be a good game. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michael? Uh, I'm actually excited for the Salt Lake and San Jose game. Not for Salt Lake's sake, but. It's- I'm intrigued by how San Jose's been playing this season. Yeah. So I want to see how far they can take it. I might have to watch that one, too. Just for fun. It's before the Sounders game starts, so. Okay, perfect. Just for a little bit. Yeah. And then the one, the lone Sunday game, Atlanta versus Chicago. Atlanta yeah. should win this on paper, but Chicago's been having a decent run of form this season. It's in Atlanta, so got the home field advantage, yeah. too. But yeah, Mercedes-Benz always, yeah. always popping. Always bouncing. But, it, yeah, I think that'll be a good game as well. Um, another one I wanted to throw out there, too, wild card, um, Cincinnati versus Portland. Cincinnati just got smoked by St. Louis, so they'll be, they've got something to prove to get back on into their winning ways. Timbers want to um, keep their and, form yep, going. And the Timbers are coming off that, um, that big high of beating their rivals, so that should actually be a really good game, too. Um, but other than that, just um, for next week, Max will be back. Um, we'll be doing a like power rankings for MLS stadiums. That should be fun. Hopefully get some, some good debates going. And then um, the rest should be pretty run-of-the-mill, just going through the week's right. results, do some deep dives on a couple of games. And, yeah, just keep having fun. Keep, keep uh, expanding our knowledge on MLS and – that's it for me, Michael. Anything you, any closing remarks you want to add? Hashtag Klein out. Hashtag Klein <laughs> out. That's the message. Let's go. 